Music Science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. So, Jeff, I I always like to think of this podcast as being very absurdist, which... Yeah, yeah, I think that fits. Yeah, like, it's it's very much rooted in the idea that... I Because I think you and I actually... A little backstory on how this iteration of this podcast was created. Uh, I remember, I think it started when I heard a, I heard a Roman Mars 99% Invisible episode where he was like, had like a side Mm -hmm. conversation at the end of it where they were talking about apologetics for Star Wars. Um, And I brought it up. And then we based an entire podcast about (laughs) apologetics for for (laughs) sci-fi. Well, it was, yeah, it was like. It, what it was is that I remember I brought it up to you. I brought up the idea that this was going to be our pivot. And your response was like, people can't just like accept that that they're just stories that like not, not everything has to make sense in a world. <laughs> and I was like, huh, yeah, I guess I didn't really think of it that way. But uh, you're right. I guess not everything really has to make sense in a world. Right. <laughs> um and here we are explaining it so it makes sense in the world. Exactly. This is a roundabout way of saying like the the ultimate form of this mm-hmm. is is Dr. Seuss. Like the ultimate form of our podcast, uh, we're yeah, writing a yeah. book of like oh, but of like worlds where not everything like where where apologetics break down because it's a, just an entirely meaningless absurdist world. Right. Like, like, right. There's cohesion in stories, and there's uh like a, a a weird amount of consistency, in, yeah, in the world. But for literally no reason does that exist. It doesn't actually need to exist. <laughs> there to throw you off to to make you question what reality really is. But like, yeah, like that's what it is. It's it's. It's like it's a story being like I I don't need to make sense. It's it's <laughs> such a weird form of writing that mm-hmm. never really it, it's it, it I didn't really appreciate it until I was watching the Lorax recently with my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what that was the uh, impetus for this episode. Um and like, cause like people have tried to like make order to Dr. Seuss books. Why would you do that? But that's exactly what it is. Cause like you can't, <laughs> you can't make a, you can't make a narrative, like a, a movie length narrative structure out of a Dr. Seuss book. Cause it, it, it right. it's just too absurd. It's too <laughs> random. Well, it's like, it's. Too absurd, too random and weird, and the Dr. Seuss book also has 12 pages. Uh, that's true. Actually, I think Green Eggs and Ham was a challenge that was sent to Dr. Seuss to write a book in 100 words. Mm, and it's now mm-hmm. become like his like most famous book. Right. Anyway, I'm just saying, Dr. Seuss is a, a weird genius. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, in a very strange way. Uh, and that's what this this week's episode is. Uh, you know, it's not this week's episode. It's this two weeks episode. Fortnite, this Fortnite's episode. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Uh, <laughs> Gotta get the the SEO and get those kids listening. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Put put hashtag Fortnite on this, and they'll be like, "This had nothing to do with the game Fortnite." <laughs> We're like, "Yeah, but we mentioned Fortnite. <laughs> we said the word well, we like three times. Say it, Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite." And then we had this whole weird conversation about how it was about SEO, about a game. <laughs> Therefore, it does count. Right. Look at that, guys. Technically not false advertising. This this is SEO. This is how you do it. We got to get that tween army, man. Tween mm-hmm. army. You got to get them young, and you got to get them... <laughs> you got to get them hard. You want an army... You want to be like, like Senior Chang from community you want an army of tweens all right i'll take your word that's for it. that's how you create a successful brand because you know what tweens grew up to be 20 year olds you know what 20 year olds are <laughs> money bags oh uh, that's not true Maybe- uh, yeah that's not <laughs> true at all in my experience <laughs> yeah as as a 20 year old or i'm not a 20 year old how old am i 
Uh, like, it's fine. You'll get old enough, and all the ages will become the same. Uh, Just I, have to become eternal and never die. I think that happens at twenty-four, because I, because twenty-four, twenty-five, and twenty-six have literally felt identical. Um, <laughs> have and, you gotten to where you just assume everyone at all times just twenty-five? Yes. Oh, for sure. Because that's that is my baseline <laughs> assumption, which is odd because. <laughs> I know for sure you're older than me. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I feel like I feel like I'm in an age where I'm just like I'm somewhere between 24 and 30. So I I don't I haven't reached the existential crisis of 30. <laughs> you you are now like this is the demographic range. Yeah, and I'm just gonna not do the math for age anymore. Exactly, and it, it's actually an issue for me because people ask me how old i am and you have to do the math every time yes or i have to remember so here's how i do it i remember how old my girlfriend is (laughs) (laughs) and then i subtract six months (laughs) there you go because she's just six months older than me Mm -hmm. and it works out i mean i've only been wrong i'm only wrong about 50 percent of the time real bad am i numbers are hard guys anyway uh dr seuss yep um significantly less complicated than numbers i'm assuming (laughs) oh you know (laughs) i kind of wish i wish you know i i just finished the first book of the stormlight archives and uh i wish dr seuss wrote like a 1300 page like (laughs) fiction epic yeah novel that would have been such a trippy that would have been like stanislaw lamb level novelization <laughs> where you're like i don't know where this is or where i am or what's going on <laughs> oh, i'd be behind a book like that i'd read that for sure yeah i would too it'd be great anyway someone should do that someone should try and create the novelization of a good a good writer should try and, <laughs> and do a novelization of Dr. Seuss. Oh, I'll just delete that off of my <laughs> writing prompts list. I don't know. I've never read any of your, of your writing, Jeff, so I don't know if you're good or not. You're not a good podcaster yeah, based upon... I'm the- not a po- good podcaster. <laughs> yeah, but neither uh, am I, so, you know. I don't really do much creative writing in my own time. That's true. Mostly I get drunk and write poems. <laughs> Hey, maybe you can make an epic poem. Oh man, that'd be even better. That's oh, of course it would be an epic poem because it's Doctor Seuss. It's got a rhyme. Yeah. Oh fuck, mm-hmm. dude. We we could create Doctor Seuss's Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ah, <laughs> uh, that sounds like it could be amazing by someone competent. By someone competent, exactly. Not us. Someone oh, else. absolutely not. You you create a person listening to this podcast 15 years in the future because you randomly found it on YouTube, we're assuming. <laughs> go, write, go, go write a Dr. Seuss epic poem. <laughs> go. <laughs> I got to turn down my, my audio. I'm balancing between being too loud and too soft. Anyway. Uh, now they know what it's like just hanging out with you in general. <laughs> hey, that's a true, but... <laughs> too accurate that's that's what that is too accurate so we can make jokes it's too close to home yeah we can make jokes about you being bald but we cannot make jokes about me having no volume control that that crosses the line (laughs) oh i see you just haven't come to terms with it yet yeah that's what it is i gotta just shave off my uh shave off your volume control (laughs) control. i have no volume control whatsoever Embrace it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we're going to get started on, I think, the uh, most well-known Dr. Seuss book, mm-hmm. uh, The Grinch. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's a Dr. Seuss jam, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a Dr. Juice, Dr. Juice jam? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's it's fight, fight for New York City, Dr. Juice jam. Uh <laughs> So, a real weird reference there. 
I don't know who that joke was for. That you know that that joke was for yeah, me. Yeah, I don't. That was for like you and maybe Eli. I'm guessing. No, 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 no. Not even Eli, because that's that was a joke off of Def Jam's "Fight for New York City," which was a uh, Xbox game released in like 2005. Yeah. So it's uh-huh. for it's for me and my friend Liam from high school who doesn't <laughs> listen to this podcast. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a long day, guys. I had to work today. Uh, so, so yeah, for anyone who doesn't know what the Grinch is, this has never mm-hmm. been such a preposterous thing to for do. For the lucky few. <laughs> for the, oh no, for you, I would call them unfortunate, because the Grinch is a, it's a wholesome Christian story. It's alright. You, I mean, I think it's, okay, fine, but, um. It just Jeff just took the wind right out of my sails. I know. I was gonna say like <laughs> I'm waiting for you to unpack it, but you're like wounded. <laughs> uh, so the the how the Grinch stole Christmas is about a Grinch. They don't ever explain what a Grinch is. Uh, mm-hmm. I do believe he is green in the book, um, in the in the illustrations. Yes, he is. That yeah, that's my assumption, but I don't know if that's just he is. I've just I was looking at the cover with the covers in black and white. Um, mm. So he's a, a green creature <clears throat> of indeterminate species that hates right. the Who's down in Whoville. The Who's are uh, just a society. Uh, I don't know. They're a town. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. I, I, odd that they all have the last name of Who, which makes me think that it's like a, just a real weird cult. Yeah. like Village. Kind of like, yeah. Like Seneca community level cult. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh another kind of deep deep cut into <laughs> <laughs> uh but so so it's about a guy he hates giving he hates all the who's down in whoville so he decides to steal christmas he steals all of their gifts uh he dresses mm-hmm. up like santa claus he steals all these gifts and he's gonna throw them into a chasm uh but all the who's uh end up they not they don't care they still gather in their square they hold hands and they sing mm-hmm. uh and the it, it 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 warms the Grinch's heart, and he uh, gives them back their gifts, and he becomes like it's all it's you know what it's it's reminiscent of Ebenezer Scrooge, which if you have not seen the Grinch mm-hmm. but you have seen a Christmas Carol, you do live pre nineteen fifty. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's the basic gist. It's a Doctor Seuss story, so it's not very long. Uh, I guess right. the the things we need to answer are, what is the Grinch? Uh, right. Uh, uh, what makes him so grumpy? Because they do offer up explanations. You know, his head's not screwed on too tight. His heart's two sizes too small. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's what I wanted to touch on. Because, like, it does say that su- the, the heart is too small and then, it, like, it grows however much when he hears the singing. So I want to discuss at some point if that's literal. If that's, I think we have to assume it is. Yeah. I, I I'm gonna go with uh, we're Jeff. We're an apologetics podcast. Uh, <laughs> I think I think I told you this before that I've described our podcast as as satirical apologetics. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, that's what it is. It's just, yeah. Uh. But yeah, I think we have to assume if we can explain it, it has to be assumed to be real. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have to quickly type in uh, the Grinch so that I know. <laughs> so he's he's hairy, pot-bellied, and pear-shaped, snub-nosed. He has a cat face and a cynical personality. And he lives alone with his dog. He's I a, think that's just anybody who lives alone with their dog. You think they're hairy, pot-bellied, pear-shaped? Uh, you know what? I mean, maybe snu- not not snub-snosed or cat-faced, but for sure, hairy, pot-bellied, and pear-shaped. I'm, I've, yeah. been, I've been pretty secluded for the past couple of weeks, and I'm I'm not hairy because I don't grow hair. Uh, <laughs> don't grow body hair. Yeah, I, I, am, <laughs> I am smooth like a dolphin. Um... <laughs> But I am getting a little pot-bellied and a little pear-shaped. Mm-hmm. And I keep on getting text messages. Oh, it's my D&D group and my girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> Lots of text messages. 
It's yeah. Well, those two things are all the text messages I ever get, except for the ones I send to you every fortnight. <laughs> right. There it is. Look at that. We mentioned it again. We got it again. <laughs> but uh, oh my gosh. Okay. So so. Did you get distracted again? I didn't. But Was I, your session canceled? No. Uh, we need to. I think we're going to ignore the 2000 film adaptation. Okay. Uh, because that one is uh, it 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 gives bad backstory that is bad it doesn't exist oh, okay. it's not canonical it's just non-canonical okay so <clears throat> where are we starting with this are we getting on like what is a who yeah. well i think i think it's like I why do they all live in whoville who's are just pygmies i guess like because they're just short creatures okay uh but i think what is what is the grinch because there's no he yes well isn't he just uh like a who that doesn't live in whoville but then why is he green like he looks similar to all of them no uh no i mean not really i mean well here's the difference he's very hairy and does not wear clothes (laughs) as someone who lives alone i can tell you often i'm very hairy and do not wear clothes okay so you think you think all the you think the only extraordinary thing about the grinch is that he has green hair and that's yes right Okay, you, so you think all the who's... Well, that and the heart is the wrong size. All, yeah, oh, yeah, obviously. All the <clears throat> who's grow excessive body hair, but wax constantly. <laughs> well, it doesn't even necessarily have to be wax constantly. Like, how long has the Grinch been living that hashtag hermit life? 53 years. On the top of a mountain. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> Do you think... Do you think that he wears no clothes because he's too warm or because he just doesn't feel the need to? Um, I think it probably started with, like, didn't feel the need to. And then, like, you know, winter hit and then it got too warm under the layer of clothes. Plus the clothes probably just didn't fit right. You know how hairy he is. Yeah. Do you do you have that same experience with your own body hair? A little just, bit, sometimes. It just doesn't, your clothes just don't fit right because your hair is just too thick. Well, it's not that it doesn't fit right, but like, you know, the, the belly hair will get all staticky and stuff. Gotcha, you know. gotcha, gotcha. You know, you're, you you keep on, I don't know, because again, I'm smooth like a dolphin. <laughs> smooth like a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, I like I like that idea. So then, why do we think he's so grumpy? We, we think it's the heart? It's got to be the heart. I think it's got to be the heart, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, do we think... Mm, but so is it... Which is it? Is the heart too small because he's grumpy? Or is he grumpy because the heart's too small? That's a good question. Also, but also... So here's the thing I think. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I've recently been looking into a lot of the neurological effects of COVID-19, uh, which are fascinating. Um, mm-hmm. But it does kind of ex- like it, 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 part of the issue with developing like are there neurological effects to COVID-19 is the question, you know, uh, uh, is it is it from the damage to your lungs or is it from damage to the brain? So I'm wondering if his heart is too mm-hmm. small, is he just not getting enough blood to the brain to to feel compassion yeah so his brain is just like 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 but not feel compassion but maybe he's like complete lizard brain at this point in time like his brain has just been shutting off all the extra functions to save energy (laughs) right and and he's just undeveloped like maybe it's not even excuse me maybe it's not even like uh like a lack of of compassion god but maybe it's like uh like a like not autism, but like a, a, a social disability or a social. Uh, 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 I mean, maybe it all just kind of like ties together. Like he went off, is living in a mountain on his own, not wearing clothes, not like going anywhere or doing things. So like he hasn't been exercising, stretch it's like stretching, stressing or exercising or anything. Yeah, you know you stretch. So you stretch like that everything, yeah, you stretch your heart. <laughs> Have you never exercised your heart before? Uh, I've exercised. I've just never stretched it before. I didn't know I needed to like pre-exercise my heart. Anyway, yeah. Oh yeah, no, you gotta you gotta get right in there. Get right in there. Really, I really feel that. Oh, feel that burn. Yeah. Well, be be careful. We can't 
have everyone hear all that all that good good stretching oh yeah it's that good auditory is it really is it right there <laughs> <laughs> there it is there here's a here's a tip for all you podcasters out there if you're why, if you want to stretch during your podcast, make jokes about stretching, and then you can just do it as part of the joke. <laughs> and you just—that's <laughs> the justification. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just as thinly veiled as you need it to be, but you know. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you think you think it's it's his sedentary <clears throat> lifestyle that's leading to this to this tiny heart syndrome? Mm-hmm. Right. Which then, in turn, isn't pumping enough blood for the brain. And so it's just like, it's cyclical. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 I like it. So then what is it? What is it about? Do we think that it is? I, I kind of like this idea because it kind of shuts down the whole like meaning behind the book. Is that <laughs> <laughs> that all of that running around he did is why his heart grew? Yes, yeah. And that's why he feels better. <laughs> right. It's, it's, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Legally blind. Oh no, I do. Actually, I do like that because it just shifts the meaning of the book from like (laughs) the spirit of Christmas and love to like, hey, if you like go outside and take a walk, you'll feel a lot better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, you know, happy or, 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 or working out gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Mm -hmm. Happy people don't kill their husbands. (laughs) The natural conclusion. (laughs) The natural conclusion. That should be the conclusion to every every story of all time legally blind she just <laughs> cut off right there <laughs> i understand they had to like show that she was correct whatever <laughs> but yeah no i like accidentally finding a positive secular meaning out of a, a christmas okay. book i feel like i feel like i feel like this is a positive secular meaning because it's not about christmas as a religious holiday it's not about the birth of christ it's about Christmas, <laughs> the holiday that you get together and do things. I understand that you've been working jobs or you have to work through Christmas for the past decade, but yeah, sometimes you know people do see each other on Christmas. That sounds overrated. Much like me and you used to do. <laughs> Did we used to see each other on Christmas? No, but we see uh, saw each other on the twenty sixth. Did oh. Did yeah. we? Yeah, because we only got the 25th off. Because we went back to work the next day? Yeah. We got, I don't remember we even the, a little bit of that. We got the 25th off, and then we didn't get any... We didn't get the first off, so we just, like... <laughs> went back it. to work for two days? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was, like, the most... Yeah, it sounds right. It was the most pointless time in our entire working life like there was a point because no one was there to give us work (laughs) i literally had no work to do and was trained to do no work my first year and i was like cool it's (laughs) christmas i got nothing to do yep (laughs) anyway i feel like we've done i feel like this is it like yeah i think that's we done that feels good for the grinch yeah i feel i feel so too uh how about let's do horton Here's a who. I actually got to remember sure. this one because I don't remember if Horton, if the who Horton hears is actually inside of the puffball or if it's just like schizophrenia in the book. <laughs> so why? Would yeah, you- I don't. I don't remember if there's any like hints at at anything like that in the book oh whoa oh no no he for he does <laughs> she find a vast trove of horan here's a who canon that you didn't know about before well is that what that noise was <laughs> no it's i i looked at the i looked at the wikipedia page for horan here's a who uh it, it, <laughs> so it sounds like yes so the the book tells a story of horan the ele- elephant who mm-hmm. while splashing in a pool hears a small speck of dust talking to him right Horton surmises that a small person lives on a speck and places it on a clover, vowing to protect it. He later discovers that that speck is okay. actually a tiny planet, home to to a community called Whoville, where microscopic creatures called Who's live. Mm-hmm. So, I, there's a a few weird things. I know what you're thinking. It's just microscopic creatures. That's easy to explain. But. But wait, there's more. Wait, there's more. This is a tiny planet, which means that they can walk all the way around the dust ball and not mm-hmm. and not fall off. 
how yep. how does that work could be magnets could so we're we're thinking the the speck of dust is magnetized i think it I, it makes sense maybe not magnets maybe it's like it's a speck of dust so it's got to be electrically charged somehow mm-hmm. and the who's are oppositely charged mm, so they're always be. always being drawn to mm-hmm. the, uh, to the dust to the dust, to the dust planet yeah, actually, that is a really good pivot from my made-up nonsense answer, and I do like that. I agree. I think that that was genius, and, uh... <laughs> well, I wouldn't, I I wouldn't should, go that I far. Should, yeah, I can't let your ego get too big. I should get one of Dr. Seuss's, uh, those prizes that they give. What are they called? The things. Two that they give to Dr. Seuss or to other people? They give them also to other people, I'm sure. He just has a lot of them. Copula prize? That's not the word. Uh, whatever it is. I have no idea what you got. Craigulodon? <laughs> you want your very own Craigulodon? <laughs> I'll, I'll you... make one up for you in MS Paint, don't worry. <laughs> Sometimes I worry that uh, my... My audio was being picked up, and then, and then I realized, nope, Jeff heard that exactly the way it was said. <laughs> okay, okay, I like this, but um, so um, here's the thing: mm-hmm. what are who's, and how how complex do we think they are? Is- uh, well, like the one does speak Horton's language to him, right? It it does. Uh, not only does it speak the language to horton but it also comes up with philosoph- philosophical concepts kind of abstract mm. philosophical concept because it does say a person's a person no matter how small which does kind of hint at uh <laughs> kind of hint at it is definitely sapient yeah yeah it is it is it is for sure an intelligent creature right uh, so i think yeah i think my biggest issue here is that they share a language see i like yeah okay I think I think the other because I, I think that's that's that extreme. Here's why. Mm-hmm. Uh, Horton is an elephant, so everything I was about to say is wrong. <laughs> 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 that's what's crazy about this is that Horton doesn't talk, but the Who's can still communicate with him through English. So Horton must be a very intelligent elephant, right? Okay. I mean, is Horton just like a normal? average run-of-the-mill elephant or are they like a, a crazy dr seuss elephant you know that's a good point uh, uh, i um i mean i mean if he's a crazy dr seuss elephant that's not much of an uh an explanation <laughs> right well i mean and the difference there is like is there a society of other elephants oh, 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 like living in houses and oh, stuff oh, okay I see or is it just horton is in a zoo and uh is deprived of any enrichment and this is the best his mind can make up uh that got kind of dark that did um the answer is there is a society they don't live in houses but there's a, a jungle society uh so we're okay. assuming i guess horton's an asian elephant i don't know let's look at his ears they, uh, that's not elephant ears so it's hard to tell if he's Asian or African uh, I'm going to assume that he's Just need better illustrators for those yeah. children's books yeah that that neither looks like the African continent nor the Asian continent that looks like bird wings <laughs> or, or maybe a ghost right uh, yeah I think so he's an, he's, he's an Asian elephant and, and mm-hmm. there is a society, a jungle society that he's a part of. So he's not, okay. he's, he's not crazy and he is a normal elephant, but uh, to the extent that a normal elephant could exist in a weird jungle society. But there's a kangaroo. Right. There's no, so here's another issue I have with this. He <laughs> talks to a kangaroo at some point in the book. Elephants don't exist in Australia. Kangaroos aren't no. All right, so I'm back at the zoo then. Okay, so you think that this is a zoo, a zoo creature. Yeah. Okay, and that it's just all in his head? Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be all in his head, because that makes me sad. Um, But, like, I mean, it could be just a smaller kind of, uh, like, what do I want to say? Not like 
made up society. Like, yeah, whatever. It's just a smaller population of elephants that have their own shared language, I guess. That for some reason the Who's also know it. Ah, much like Bane. And a kangaroo also knows it, apparently. Yes. I, I think it's like an animal. Animalese. Like an animal language. Right, right. Uh, uh, uh. But that makes sense, because if they're, if they're talking, the Who's might be able to pick up the language from the animals. Mm-hmm. If they're... Okay, so this, this speck of dust has just been kind of kicking it, yeah. like, in the zoo also. Yeah. Yeah, I think that this okay. is this is generationally uh, a generational old speck of dust. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, and and I'm gonna say that's that the picking up the language through generations of osmosis. So like mm-hmm. they say this thing and this thing happens. Um, I guess that makes sense. The uh, the issue kind of yeah, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, the the issue there is it's like a a matter of scale. Like, do the who's know that like about everything that exists around them? Yeah, yeah. Like before meeting Horton. Yeah, or, or, and like, could they? Like, it's it's almost as if you're. It's almost as if like a. Like a cosmic being were to come to Earth and speak English only because, and and the only reason. We or speak I feel English, like it would be the other way around. Like, yeah, yeah, we speak English, but they are the original speakers of English. We right. speak it because they have been broadcasting English about things that are going on <laughs> directly socially. into English speakers' subconsciouses. Yeah, which I find to be. I mean, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is that it, it, it would take a lot of observation on the uh, part mm-hmm. of the who's to be able mm-hmm. to, to grasp the language well enough to hold this kind of conversation with Port. Yeah, and like without making their own like dialect at the very yeah. least. Yeah, or like having their own words like that giant monster <clears throat> blob over there is kangaroo. Yeah. Right. Uh but I guess the other issues I'm having a couple of other issues with this, which is uh, uh, sound waves traveling to and from the speck. Uh, right. Um, and the other thing being, is it possible for a microscopic creature to be that intelligent? Hmm. Like, like. So they are properly microscopic, then, right? I, I, they are unseeable to the naked eye. Okay. Um. Hmm. Which is which? I is, mean, yeah. the the elephant doesn't resemble known elephants today, so it could be you know some great time in the future that this happens where um, elephants have 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 evolved beyond their need for elephants have evolved beyond their need for ears, <laughs> and <laughs> I was gonna say, their their need to have ears that identify them based on where they're from. <laughs> Yeah, maybe um, that's oh my gosh, maybe that's what it is. So you know, so you, you know the trick I'm talking about. Oh, right? <laughs> what? You know the trick I'm talking about, where you identify an elephant based upon the shape of its ears. Where African I am aware of a trick. Yes. Yeah, African elephants, their ears look like the continent of Africa. Asian elephants, mm-hmm. they look like the continent of, of Asia is a little <laughs> they rough. Don't. They're big and round. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I I'm looking at his ears now. They kind of look like spaceships. So, oh, so maybe this whole thing happens on a spaceship. Yeah, maybe he's a spaceship elephant. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, and then they just got them space zoos. Elephants are just are just continuing the uh, uh, the evolution to have their ears look like the continent that they're on. And this was right. like the continent of spaceship. You you know the the continent of spaceship. Well, you don't. Well, not yet because it hasn't been built yet. Jeff, this is in the future. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. I'm slipping between timelines again. <laughs> oh my God! You're uh... oh man! I forgot his name. Uh, Steven? No, the guy. The guy from Slaughterhouse Five. Uh, shoot, he's in everything. Kilgore Trout. Yeah, Kilgore Trout. That's it. Yep. <laughs> is it Kilgore Trout? It's not Kilgore Trout. I don't. I actually don't think it is Kilgore Trout. It is I think either. he's just a different one. It's like different Tom... character in that. I have my caps lock on. Uh, the main character of Slaughterhouse Five. It's got such a good name. <sighs> a different good name that is not Kilgore Trout. It's yeah. Well, it's Kurt Vonnegut, so you know it's got to be good. A good name, uh, right? 
it's it's what's his name has become unstuck in time it's like literally the first words to yeah uh-huh <laughs> i also can't remember it is also bothering me a lot <clears throat> is, it, is it billy billy blue jeans no, no i don't think it's that uh no it's not kilgore trout it's not billy pilgrim is it billy pilgrim um yes uh is that is it it's uh, i think it is the first line is billy yes pilgrim it is billy pilgrim has yep. become unstuck in time yes mm-hmm. okay cool sorry about that everybody that was just <laughs> yeah so welcome to our uh kurt vonnegut uh podcast <laughs> uh I would be where we forget character names for twelve minutes, <laughs> I have to go. and you get to listen as we furiously Google it. Hey guys, sometimes it's tough to remember. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I I, uh, I think that they're on a spaceship, and and I'm actually mm-hmm. going to go this far. What if the spec is like uh uh like uh because like, I'm having difficulty. Maybe it's just I know it's just me because I live in a world where this doesn't exist. Um. Right, but uh, an organic creature that is that small with that level of intelligence, because once more, an inorganic creature. That's what I was thinking. Like maybe it's like okay, it's like uh, the 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 dust is like a like the nanobots or whatever that exist in the air that are just like scraps <laughs> of like the intelligence. So the um. The Who's in Heart and Here's a Who are just a very small portion of gray goo, is what you're suggesting. Pretty much, yeah. Huh. Or, or, or I, I, I'm actually even kind of thinking of them being like the, uh, well, I'm going to have to Google this one again because I don't remember <laughs> the name of them. They're the Vosh, uh, I want to say Vosh Narodi, but that is not correct. Uh, what it's doc- are we talking about? It's Dr. Is Who. it? It's Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, the, is the it new Doctor Who or older Doctor Who? It's new Doctor Who. It's the Vashta Narada. It's the the, okay. the darkness uh, microscopic carnivores that are like piranhas that eat people. Mm. Um, I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking more like that where it's like a, it's like a community of microscopic specks that all communicate together. Okay. Because and that's how they're able to, to, to like, talk up to Horton. Yeah, yeah, and like generate generate the energy required to like create the sound that Horton can hear. Okay, yeah, I like that because that's starting to explain one of the other issues that you had pointed out earlier. And the thing is, I'm going to go this far because I like flexing my fictional muscles. I think that <laughs> I think that the specs are actually like the byproduct dust from the creation of artificial intelligence systems so like mechanical or, or electrical systems that are artificially intelligent mm-hmm. but like byproduct of that the stuff that gets like aerosolized then starts to communicate with each other and develops this kind of airborne network of of like neural connectors so like the okay, so are you suggesting that this dust is a small portion of a much like larger like like brain almost. inorganic mass of creatures yeah yeah uh, so it's not just this one individual dust and who's talking to them. Yes. But I think because Horton's only, he's only an elephant, dude. He doesn't have, he's a rocket elephant. Everyone else He's a rocket elephant. He can't comprehend that this one speck of dust might just be but a tiny portion of much larger, more terrifying creature. Yeah, that that is the all-encompassing recirculated air of the entire spaceship. Horton Hears a Who is a space thriller. <laughs> <laughs> I Alright, so it's just it's just like the spaceship is just messing with the one elephant no, 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 no. in its zoo? No 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 no. The the, the Or is it like the spaceship a completely separate thing at that point. It's a completely separate thing. So this is all the byproduct okay. art of it. Like this was never meant to be created. But but over the 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 ages of creating artificial intelligence, mm, okay. the, the the dust left over from that that contains <laughs> they were more successful in making artificially intelligent dusts than the artificial intelligence they needed to run the spaceship. Oh, we don't know that. Maybe the artificial on the spaceship is really good. And it just happens to be that the dust 
is just more widespread and can because it's dust can absorb more information at one time because it's just I mean, mm, it's a, and there's just much more able to iterate on yeah on what's happening because there's so much more of it and it's and it's a and it's a bunch it's a community of far smaller pieces than while rather than a single community mm-hmm. in one area that's like segregated right i've never wanted to write fan fiction so much <laughs> anyway man that i like that as an excuse to like not tidy up like no it (laughs) might be a moral dilemma because i don't know if this will create life one day this this might be sentient guys (laughs) (laughs) you can't prove it's not the dirt on my plates the auction food might be sentient prove to me it's not (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ah, uh, good. No better explanation than no, that. No better. What's next? Uh, so that's Horton Hears a Who. Um, mm-hmm. I think we should do the, you know, I'm, I'm, there's a few things that are weird. We could do Daisy Head Maisie. We could do the okay. Lorax. Uh, we could do There's a Wocket in My Pocket. We could do uh, Bartholomew on the Ooblek, uh, Yurtle the Turtle. I think I'm familiar with exactly one of those. Which is the Lorax? That's the one. Okay. I feel, I just feel like there's not much that we can explain about the Lorax other than the fact that it it, kind of, it actually is like the most scientifically structured Dr. Yeah. Seuss book. Uh, I guess we could try to explain what the what a, a thneed is, but I mean, I, I it, it says it right there. A thneed is a fine something that all people need. So let's do... All right. I mean, yeah, we could do something else. I'll just... Make it up as I go. That's what I usually do. I gotta, I gotta read this. Or you just silence. Do you I, want me to vamp a little bit while you Google the next topic? I don't want you to vamp because that means that I can't I can... just remove this part of the podcast with the find <laughs> and delete silence section. So uh, you vamping just adds to my... And this adds to my work I have to do. I mean, I'm we can keep it. the vamping in. I mean, the whole podcast is us just vamping for an hour vamping yeah really that's all it is so i i would like slightly more structured most of the time this is the issue i'm running into i i'm having a difficult time i feel like no matter what we do we're going to be kind of stretching the bounds of i just i time and space of time and space i want to do the oobleck because it's okay it's i won't stop you it's a a magician in the dungeon um Mm -hmm. Uh, that that they say that they can make oobleck, which will not look like anything like regular weather when the when the king is like, hey, I want new kind of cool weather. Uh, and then the next thing is that he sees a droplets of uh green substance falling from the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's really happy about it because it's new and interesting. And mm-hmm. uh, but everything just fills with oobleck. Uh, so here's my question: What is oobleck? Like, what do we think is is the the substance? It seems to be highly. So distant. it's Ublek yeah. is some some fellow caused it to like it's actually fall a, out it's of the a sky. Group of, group of fellows, but yes, the royal magicians. Okay, right. Oh, thank you, thank you for letting me know what magicians are, Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right. That's the part of this. That's what page. you needed. Yeah, that's the part of this page that I didn't understand. Um, <laughs> uh so if it's like a group of court magicians are they described as like just practicing magics as far as anyone can tell and it's just is some advanced tech uh perhaps none of that is explained they're royal magicians uh that live in a musty hole beneath the dungeon cool cool place it's probably cheap rent that's why yeah, there you go. They're real economical right there, man. <laughs> First thing you got to know it, when you're starting a business is get the right location. You've got to get a location that fits your needs and your cost. They're magicians. They don't need a lot. They can be in a ground, in a hole in the ground. Right. In a ground, yeah. In a ground. Doesn't even matter just, which. Just any ground. Grave. <laughs> uh, other kinds of ground. Rock. I guess it's the kind of ground. <laughs> Sand. That's the kind of ground. Ah, <laughs> uh, good. Anyway. Um, and it is. So what are they doing? It's we like have, it's 
So what is going on here? What what green stuff is running from the sky and it's highly viscous? Where is it coming from? What is it? The sky. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I mean, and I guess the the problem that I'm having with it is, like, did the magicians do anything? Or, like, hey, yo, king, look out the window. (laughs) There's some weird stuff going on. I love, oh, so they did. So they do do say, we can make Ooblack, and the next day there is Ooblack. Okay. I do like the idea that they actually can't make Ooblack. They were lying and just got really lucky. Very lucky. <laughs> they was like, oh my god, dude, that was so close. We, I, I don't know what Ooblack is. That's a word I made up. Did, well, and that's the thing. Did they describe Ooblack before it happened? I don't believe they did. Because oh. if that's the case, they could just have like... um. So I guess here's what here's what's... meteorological instruments, and they're like, we don't know what these readings mean. Something's got to be happening soon. So here's here's the thing. I guess I did I didn't miss this part. Mm-hmm. They make Ooblack at their Mystic Mountain and then release it into the air. Or do they have a tunnel to the Mystic Mountain from their musty hole? That's my guess. I I don't think they go that much into depth. <laughs> In the Dr. Seuss book. Right. Uh, um, hmm. So, I guess it's just then, if they made Ooblek beforehand, they just have big vats of viscous goo that they're launching from this mountaintop. Oh, that is depressing. Uh, uh, Why is it depressing? They're like, hey... Pay us money, give us patronage, and we'll do this magic trick. And they just were really banking that they would get more money, any money, because they did invest in all of these vats and so do, uh, goo. Do we think that this is just the the Nickelodeon slime, and that's really just all they bought? They just bought vats, like they they <laughs> they thought Nickelodeon slime was going to be the next Beanie Babies, and they were like, we should just buy vats of it now. Right. And this, this stuff's going to be as good as currency. And it was like about to go bad, so they had to do something with it. Yeah, so they're like, oh, what if we just throw it at the kingdom? <laughs> I, I like this. I like this idea because that gives us a real world actual thing for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this was easier than I thought it was going to be. They're just launching yeah. slime at, at their. Uh... It's, just, <laughs> it's just a grift because they're in too deep in their slime investment yeah and needed to to fabricate a story to get some sort of return yeah they need to monetize their assets the only asset is is slime (laughs) nickelodeon slime they went right deep they this was a timeshare salesman uh and they went (laughs) deep 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 into that uh into that slime right Right, they they bought the patent right out from Nickelodeon. Yeah, that's why Nickelodeon doesn't use a slime. Anymore. All of their stores. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like I like how all of these all of these books take place in such different eras. Uh, Horton Years of Who is obviously in the year three thousand two hundred and one, uh, and <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Bartholomew and the Ooblek is obviously in two thousand and nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay uh let's do yeah. one let's do one more okay sure uh how about daisy head Maisie? okay so this is a story of a, of a little girl okay mm-hmm. normal girl wears a pink dress uh, right but she um uh daisy starts growing from her head one day and she essentially becomes like a like a what are, what are the influencer plant monster <laughs> no an influencer because she's this person who has a flower growing out of her head uh so she's like okay a celebrity. So she gets some instagram followers and yeah and people are shills like, for you know makeup and shoe companies yeah they're they're just they're they're jiving on it um <laughs> The thing is, is that, so, so that's, the, and the book is like, she should go back home once she gets rich and famous and she's like sad. <laughs> she's being torn apart uh-huh. by corporate America. Um, right. The 
the, 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 I guess the scientific question I have is, this daisy is so rooted in her skull that she can be uh-huh. picked up by it. Huh. So. That's probably bad for the person. But right? she doesn't seem to have any, any adverse effects. Huh. So do we think that this is just Well, like, what's it, hmm? like, what's it eating? Like, what's sustaining it? How's it getting nutrients? That's a good, that's a good question. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I would say it's probably photosynthetic because it it's a daisy. Daisies do, do exist. Well, I mean, yeah, but it does also still need to, like, take up nutrients through its roots. So do we think that she's the source of those nutrients? Uh, they would have to be, right? I would think so. And so it's just like a vampiric daisy <laughs> subsisting off of this person's blood. daisy whose roots are just, like, ingrown into her skull, right? Yeah. Do so again, have to be. Do we think that the that the daisy is controlling her in some way? Or- <laughs> is the daisy people cordyceps? I think that's <laughs> got to be it. I I ag- I agree. I think that this is what we're really learning here is that Doctor Seuss has got some dark psychological th- like uh, <laughs> Black Mirror existed in ni- in the nineteen fifties in, in Doctor Seuss's it's mind. Doctor Seuss, yeah. <laughs> Um, actually, I do kind of like the idea of it being people cordyceps with, like, uh, the person becoming famous and everyone, like, fawning over them and in their kind of general sphere where they can be further infected by more daisies. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, what, what is more, like, flowers evolutionarily, they're they're the, they're the influencers of of evolution. Like, their whole purpose... (laughs) Is to be like I am big and bright, and you right. should come and touch me, and you should pollinate me. Yeah, uh, like to to the point in time where they glow in UV because bees can see UV. Like they are, right. they are, they for sure are the Instagram influencers of the natural world. <laughs> I I like this idea that like this is a plant that's like I can I can pollinate things and people if they touch mm-hmm. me and move me around mm-hmm. so maybe this is like a a, a, a an alien daisy but an, a, a daisy that is its entire evolutionary purpose is to just be strange in a way that makes everyone right. touch it mm-hmm. so is this like just a, a, a weird quirk in evolution that happen I, I would this say that. Like, i would say it's a weird quirk it's not uh, that's a stupid idea that, okay. whoever said that's an idiot <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i think i think it is i think it is just like a weird quirk in evolution of like what's the like sure a bee is fine but a bee has like a home range of what square mile i don't actually like know several miles several miles you would know you're an entomologist yeah um, i don't remember <laughs> You, you were an entomologist eight years ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Depending on the timeline. Yeah, or, you know, 2,000 years ago. You were, you were an entomologist with Archimedes and all those guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I didn't know where I was going. Oh, 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 so, oh so a flower that, that evolution is like, okay, instead of having a, a bee, I can just be a, a girl with a flower growing out of my head. Everyone's right. going to want to touch me. And I'm going to pollinate all the daisies. So what I am seeing is that after... Excuse me. <laughs> Two miles, by the way. The range on a bee. Whatever it for is. For when you're, you're done sneezing. Whatever it is, humans have a far larger home range. So That's true. So what I'm saying is that she, this this daisy is going to become the most... Uh, 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 what's the word? Prolific? That's it. Prolific yeah. daisy... Mm-hmm that exists so i think that this is the beginning to a uh, uh, parasitic weed in right the dr seuss verse that will mm-hmm. uh, uh sl- just do this thing it'll it'll infect everyone everyone one will become influencers and i think that <laughs> this is happening now <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I wanted to say that with a straight face but i couldn't <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah this this is happening this is the, we are seeing the the outcome to this daisy proliferation where now all daisies are infecting our brains and 
Are you talking about like today in real life? Because yeah. I don't know anyone who has flowers growing out of their See, heads. That's a th- we're a few evolutions along, dog. Okay, it, the daisy has learned. Okay, it's grown. It knows it can't just be a flower. That's that's boring now. Now what it does is no. Nah, I think it's just Zuckerberg. He he Zuckerberg does. No, what you don't what you don't realize is it's dandruff. Dandruff is pollen. That's for daisies. And, and every is that time it? we touch each other's heads or our hair, our hands to our hair, and then someone else's hair, we proliferate the flowers that are growing in our brains. What if you don't have hair on your head? Then you still got you still can get dandruff. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's I was doing so good. He just <laughs> like <laughs> it was really good, and then you went way too hard. <laughs> It's it's an hour and twelve minutes into recording this, and that was the first swear I said. I'm kind of I think it was, one. and it was fantastic. <laughs> anyway, I think that that is, oh, that is my answer to this. I think that that is solid, amazing explanation. I love the idea I, that Doctor Seuss is just like sci-fi thriller. I yeah, I am with you on it being a great explanation until we got real lost in the weeds in your conspiracy theory yeah but like that's but up until that point pretty good well haven't you ever like watched an episode of black mirror and for like a day afterwards you're like but what if and then you're like this was a stupid idea i can't believe i spent so much energy (laughs) thinking about this no i don't think i've done that you haven't watched enough black mirror then actually i haven't watched that much black mirror (laughs) what about what about twilight zone what about it? Has it happened to you for Twilight Zone? What, that I've just, what if this is a thing that happens? And you go way deep down a rabbit hole and you realize it's... No, I mean, much. aside from, like, the doppelganger episode, I don't think so. Well, but aren't doppelgangers you, are real. Aren't you just, like, a wonderful human being who has no problems or issues whatsoever? <laughs> like, just, like, completely... Or, I mean, can separate the... The fiction from reality. Oh, I can separate the fiction from reality. <laughs> but it's Jeff. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make you feel bad about your deficiencies. <laughs> but, I mean, if you're going to take it personal. I don't think they're deficiencies. That's on you, bud. I think they're proficiencies. <laughs> you going to put that on your resume now? <laughs> Inability to separate fact from fiction. <laughs> Just think of the creative outside of the box solutions we'll come up with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just think of the creativity that'll blossom from being unable to separate out <laughs> this Dr. Seuss world from the real world. My not right. only the Dr. Seuss world, but my interpretation of the Dr. Seuss world from the real world. <laughs> Just imposed upon the real world. Yeah. Listen, guys, everything is interconnected, Illuminati. I'm doing hand signals in a I keep forgetting no one can see me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I think it's we did, good. I think we did a good job. Yeah. We only did three books, but sorry, well, guys. Three books and like a bunch of stories. I mean, there's a thousand of them. We can put them on the list of uh, uh, things to revisit that... Actually, I was going to say that we never revisit, but I think we have revisited a couple. So I lied. There's a hundred hardcover books. Wait, and how many not hardcover books? Uh, I think he only wrote hardcover books. Oh, well, good for him. He had standards. Well, because, uh, okay. Yeah, he's Dr. Six. <laughs> Does he have... there? Oh my god, there are, like, books. Okay, well, okay. Uh, there are books. Will, well done. I will uh, just put this in here, and I might take it out, depending on how Jeff responds to it. Okay. The first book that was illustrated by Dr. Seuss yep. is a book called The Pocket Book of Boners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that fits into our clean comedy sensibilities. Um I think that we could just be- it might be something completely innocent and just from a different time. I don't even know how to Google this without at, getting terrible results. At the time of its, at the time of its writing, 
the term boner was not commonly used to mean an erection with sexual connotation, right. but rather a term meaning silly mistake. Okay. So I feel like we can keep it in our podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Cool. Anyway, that's um four point two on Goodreads. Hoo hoo hoo. Four point four point two on Goodreads? Is uh is Goodreads out of five or ten? I think it's out of five. It's out of five. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's not bad. Uh, no. Goodreads normally is like it's they're kinda like the GameStop or the GameSpot <laughs> of books, book rating, mm-hmm. where they're like either it's a eight point nine or it's a two point three. There's no in between. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. either it's mediocre good or mediocre bad. Uh-huh. And that's it. So we're gonna we're gonna try the outro. Yeah, I was gonna try the outro. You wanna you wanna give it a give it a shake? How's <sighs> that? That's the one. That's the whole outro. <laughs> the whole outro. You said give it a shake. Wait, wait. Maybe I can the outro while shaking, but I do have to take my headphones off because it hurts <laughs> with the <them> on. <laughs> I think that will be the worst audio imaginable. Can I also take my headset off? No, you can't. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> i am so sorry to all of our listeners i don't even know what he was hitting to to make all the extra like noises i think it must have been something like hitting his boom arm uh maybe uh oh you know what it actually i think it was i think it was my headphones hitting my pop filter Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That that also works. We'll see if it's uh, tolerable. If it's tolerable to me, it's tolerable. It is to not. You. <laughs> uh, if there's just a long so anyway, noise, I shook my head for a really long time and tried to talk. <laughs> Sorry, listener. <laughs> uh, thank you, listener, for bearing with us through that audio. Uh not not even the whole podcast, just that last part. Just, just that um, if you haven't set your computer on fire. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh so we are Pedantic and Wavium. Uh we have a website called pedanticandwavium.com or pedantichw.com if you're as lazy as we are. Yep. That's why uh, we made it. <laughs> yep. Um, we're on the Twitter at phandwavium. We're on the YouTube at what are we there? Pedantic handwavium. Uh, yeah, we're it's pedantic handwavium. I think it's all right. One word. I don't actually know, but if you look for two words, you'll find us. <laughs> um, we are. <laughs> I mean, don't look for for don't just look for yeah, two just words. two <laughs> words. Google two words. We're gonna get that SEO right. We'll we'll get there. Um, what else? I did, we're on the internet. We're on, the uh, internet. We're on oh, uh, like, any podcasting app, yes, you should probably. like and subscribe to us. That's worthwhile. For sure. Yeah, do those. And then you should also tell your friends. You should tweet about us. You should, uh, scream it from the mountaintops. Or places <laughs> closer to where other people are, <laughs> uh, aside from mountaintops. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. No one is... Ah, the Grinch probably would listen yeah, to podcasts, Nobody though. has so, broken yeah, into yeah. that Sherpa market. <laughs> right. <laughs> From all the shaking of your head, or... Yeah. No, it's the shaking of my head. It hurts. Okay. It, my brain feels like it's jelly. You get used to it. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. Good night, listener. We'll talk to you in another fortnight. back to having hair because it just annoys you doesn't it oh yeah no i like today i think was day four of not having had shaved and like it was killing me yeah like i i and i bet like once your hair is gone like even like the smallest amount of it is probably real annoying Mm -hmm. i i don't have that issue but uh i could manage it (laughs) i mean you you can
I guess it's not I could, hard. I could shave my head. <laughs> I think Ashy would leave me if I shaved my head. Uh, or well, just like do it and see how it looks, <laughs> and then and hide if it's for <laughs> no good. Just like don't Skype for for like a couple of weeks and let it grow back in. My hair grows pretty slowly, <clears throat> actually. Uh, my hair is surprisingly slow to grow. Hmm. Because uh, there's just so much of it, I think. I think it's just so thick, it requires a lot of energy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just gotta just push out those like yeah. inch diameter <laughs> strands of hair. It's like, it's like sailing rope. <laughs> I look like I look like Raggedy Ann. I I really do, but with, with brown hair instead of red. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. <coughs> Well, it's a, it's a very disturbing image. 